Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Hello, Lawrence Hello, everyone, Van. and I hope you're doing great today. Another beautiful a week of February that is on the horizon. And today, what I'm going to do is to share some more financial management, financial strategies and tips with you. So good day. Again, I'm host Paul Lawrence Van and I host Wealth Academy podcast. And today, what I'm going to be talking about is the psychology behind overspending. Yeah, I know. We like to spend and spend and spend, but guess what? We need to put a wrap on this thing and ensure that we don't continue this very, very poor management habit. So one of the things I wanna talk about today is to stop overspending. And I have a few proven financial self-control strategies that I'm going to share with you today. Now, a lot of it is emotional in terms of our spending. And so that's one of the first things that I want to talk about. But the main thing that we can all do is to create a budget. Yeah, the B word, budget. Well, I've been a budgeter for decades. <laughs> I know I look 25 and it's just youthful look that I have. However, I've been in budgeting field for three decades now financial management, cost analysis, acquisitions, you name it, I've done it, both for the United States Air Force as a military officer, as well as working for a mobile oil company in the oil and gas industry. But financial stability comes from following the basics of personal finance. And like I stated, is to create a budget. We have to do it. I've done it. I've done it for the entire year, and I know exactly where I stand and where I don't stand in relations to the monies that I have. And uh, as a result of this, I've taken away a lot of that emotional element and that attitude about decision making surrounding money. And I want you to do the same thing as well. So uh, one uh, financial challenge is overspending, but it can be eliminated with a combination of practical strategies and emotional understanding. Yes, it's all about the emotion, all of this marketing that we receive. You know that we have the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. That's not all. We also have Valentine's Day coming up. So there's a lot of emotion wrapped up into these two major events and things that happen every single year. But today I'm going to put a lid on some of it by helping you with some tips and strategies that you can use. So one of the things is people need to deal with the psychological side of money as well as the economic and financial side. For example, when we were growing up, I would say, ask my dad, dad, uh, could I borrow your car to go out on a date uh, back in high school? And he would say, no, son. And I would say, why? He said, well, you don't have any money to afford any gas. And he made a very valid point there. <laughs> so I would go and borrow some money to get some gas so I could go out on a date you know, and at an adolescent just learning, you know, about dating and that type of thing. Since it's Valentine's coming up, I'm talking about it. 
uh, people off, oftentimes have a lot of stress and baggage around money. And that was one example for me. But another one for, for me was even bigger than that. It was when it's time to go to college. I did not ask my parents for any money to attend college because they had nine other children and seven of them were younger than me. And as a result, uh, I really couldn't ask for that. So I had a lot of emotion in terms of, okay, so how do I go about paying for college? How do I get that tuition, that room and board? How do I eat? And so the strategy was get a job. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't even have a car at the time, but I borrowed a neighbor's car until I could afford my own. So I had a lot of things wrapped around the baggage surrounding money and the stress associated with it. So uh, overspending is uh, often defined as spending beyond one's means. So we don't want to be operating in that space today. And it's possibly due to a sudden event like an emergency, medical emergency, or it could have been an accident. It could be uh, an appliance breaks down in the house or your vehicle. And so uh, a job loss would also fit into that category of stress in our baggage. And so, uh, the slow evolution of financial behavior comes to being for all of us. And I think at some point, all of us have kind of experienced this uh, one time or another in our lives. So it's not unusual for this to happen. So let's move on in terms of understanding this better. And uh, did you know that the Federal Reserve reports that more than one fourth of adults that were surveyed in 2020, the year of the pandemic, had one or more bills that they were unable to pay? in one month, or it came out to be $400. They didn't have $400 to pay back some of the debts or some of the emergencies that they have. So it was a financial setback and uh, people found themselves not far from being right on the edge in terms of really uh, being down and out from a financial standpoint. And that's why I'm saying, and I'm communicating to you today, for none of us, not even me, to overspend, to live above our means, but rather to take other steps as we go forward. And oftentimes uh, when it comes to overspending, it takes other forms across families and lifestyles. So uh, overspending is uh, about just spending more, it's more than about just spending more than our means, but where the sources of, of this spending decisions are creeping in and uh, different purchases that are spontaneous purchases. As I stated before, with all the commercials coming up during Super Bowl weekend and Valentine's Day, there's a lot of marketing taking place in social media, on television, radio, uh, you name it, it's everywhere, even billboards. So the thing we have to ask is why do we overspend? Well, just take it from me, and you also know for yourself, that individual spending habits are unique to each and every person and their circumstances. And a few uh, issues tend to be responsible for overspending. And a lot of that can just simply be that we have no control. <laughs> it's pretty simple, isn't it? So uh, it also takes into account a lifestyle uh, creep. For example, it occurs when individuals gradually increase their spending over time. And it often accounts for unrecognized overspending and so individuals lack a decision-making process for making purchases that can also find it difficult to control their spending. So it has to do with behavior and behavior is everything uh, when it comes to spending and making those decisions that we think that we can afford some, but it's really going to count against us. And there's also that aspect of scarcity whereby we think, well, you know, it's on sale this Valentine's weekend, 
Uh, so I'm going to get it. And oftentimes that's the wrong decision. It's more things that we want as opposed to things that we need. But I don't have to tell you that story. You, you already know that. All of us know where we stand when it comes to money. And if we lack control, it will be reflected at the end of the month or the end of the pay period uh, when we need to really pay a bill and uh, we really can't. So uh, what I'm going to do right now is just share some strategies to stop overspending. So if you're ready, I'm ready. And uh, I'm going to start here in just one minute. And uh, we always want to find ourselves in a position where we are in control. So uh, tackling overspending problems should start on a small scale. And uh, something manageable, something that changes over time is more likely to stick than in the long run. If we try to do everything all at once, so if we can gradually uh, pull ourselves back from this. So instead of relying on our willpower alone, which we know really doesn't work all the time, <laughs> setting some specific goals and establishing a foundation with an emergency fund. And that's why that emergency fund is so important. And then the budget will be more effective. So putting specific goals that are measurable, establishing a foundation for emergency fund and budgeting may be more effective. So here are some financial self-control strategies successful in helping you individuals limit your overspending or increasing savings. Excuse me. Uh, one is to uh, consider why you are purchasing the goal. So in other words, if you have a goal to purchase a new vehicle, what is the goal? Is it that your other car is down and out? You see a new model, you want to upgrade, you're trying to impress the Joneses, but consider why you are purchasing the goal and the items that you're buying. And then use a retirement savings projection plan. So you also know that one of the key things that one should do when they start working or even starting a business is to set up a retirement plan and have a projection for it because that projection makes all the difference. Then we wanna plan purchases with a shopping list. Yeah, that's where that spontaneity comes in. <laughs> that on the spot purchase something you see, you never plan on buying. You go into the grocery store, for example, for one item, you come out with 10. Or you go in to purchase one pair of sneakers, you come out with five. And so we want to be able to take a shopping list in and just get exactly what we need as it aligns with the budget that we have and the goal that we have. And then we want to uh, look at pay with cash as opposed to cars, because when we pay with cash, cash is real. We can feel it. We can see it. We can smell it. But when we have that certain amount, which is a limit, it always works out better than just a credit card and just going over the top with all of the spending. And then uh, pay with cash as opposed to cars, as I mentioned, track weekly savings deposits. Saving is very important and it goes a long way into helping to limit overspending, but it also increased the savings. And then we want to use a savings account with early withdrawals, with no early withdrawals. In other words, if there's a certain limit that you have with your savings account, you wanna stay it within that, that limit and not to go below it because there'll be a penalty associated with it. And so that's that's very important as well. Uh, the next thing we want to do is to uh, keep budgets for shopping trips. So no matter where we're going out to get, whether it's to pick, purchase gas or if to pick up some food, uh, pick it up from the restaurant, 
uh, we want to stay within that limit as long as it's within our budget. That is the key. And then anticipate future regret over purchases. So don't make a purchase and then all of a sudden you decide, you know, I really didn't want this and you find yourself going back. I see that a lot happening uh, when I go to the military base. I'll see a person bringing a cart and they purchase several items and they simply didn't want it once they realize it's not something they really uh, wanted after all. And, and so I think that that makes a tremendous difference as well. And then um, one of the things to do is keep cash and bills in general. And by doing this, again, we're able to see it. We know how much what this specific uh, cash monies are for. And then we stay within that limit. And the rest, we want to, of course, put it into savings. And so it really makes a tremendous uh, difference. So what we have talked about is some tips in terms of how to prevent overspending. But know, know this, that failures in self-control in the financial domain can have dire consequences in the long run. It will set you back on your budget, being able to pay your uh, for your roof over your head, paying for food, medical costs, and of course, for your retirement uh, plan. And financial security uh, predicts overall quality of life and subjective well-being whereas financial stress has been linked to physical health struggle problems in close relationships and stress in retirement. So what we need to do is track our spending. And I know it's not something that people like to do on a normal basis. It's if you work out, work at it in small bite-sized pieces, if you will, then that will really help you out in the course of the long run. So I want to just go over these items again to help uh, with preventing overspending and it's to use a retirement savings projection plan, plan purchases with a shopping list, consider why you're purchasing the goal, pay with cash as opposed to cards, track weekly savings deposits, use a savings account with no early withdrawals, keep budgets for shopping trips, anticipate future regret over purchases by going in, purchasing something you knew you really didn't need, but you wanted it, and then you have to take it back. Well, that costs money too, through the gas and returning the items, and then set specific savings goals, keep cash in hand in general, keep cash specifically in large denomination bills because you're less likely to, to break it for change, and then make money hard to access. It's also uh, one that I didn't mention earlier, but I'm mentioning it now. And uh, this is what I want to cover today. It's how to overcome overspending. We don't need this, people. So this concludes my session today to help you stop overspending and understanding the psychology behind it. And there's an emotional aspect to it too. And I provided some tips for you to consider to stay on track financially. So this is going to end this particular uh, episode of Wealth Academy podcast. Remember our mantra, wealth is more than just money. Have a great day and I'll see you on the next episode. Go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review this episode. Give us a five-star rating. I really appreciate it. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Have a wonderful day and a great week. Goodbye for Thanks now. Thanks for listening to care. Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.